Talk Radio 96.7. We are getting ready to talk some sports for the next hour because we are in the Ozone. The Ozone, brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors, turning scrap metal into cash. Ronnie is on assignment. We'll hear from him shortly. But in the house is Coach Joe. It's game day. It's a beautiful day. You know, we all have our rituals on game day. That's one of mine, is to say that. And uh, you probably don't know that because we have not been on the air with our show on game day that often. In fact, I would say never because we air on Thursday nights, always have, and hopefully always will. And the uh, Gators uh, haven't played on a Thursday night in a long time, but they're playing on a Thursday night tonight, and they're in Utah and uh, playing the Utah Utes. And we thought about, you know, what's the best way to approach it when, the you know, big part of our show is talking about the Gators, a big part of our audience are Gator fans, and we're thinking, well, should we counter-program, you know, uh, talk about other stuff and, you know, just not even talk about the game and forget it's there? I mean, uh, from a radio standpoint, Eric, that's logical. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we uh, obviously, of course, we immediately ruled that out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so uh, we thought instead, you know, let's uh, hopefully – our loyal listeners, you know, they, they still keep up with the game as, as it is just getting underway. And by the way, first point, big news, uh, if you're wondering about Cam Rising, the Utah quarterback, he was going to be a game-time decision. Well, apparently the decision's been made. He's not even dressed. Uh, so uh, we'll see uh, who Utah starts at quarterback. The Gators are going to have the ball first. And uh, we'll keep track of the game, obviously. In fact, uh, we want to try to, you know, uh, give everybody here a, a, a taste and a, a feel for what it's like game day. What are you doing? Uh, where are you? Are you at a watch party? We're going to be, we know where Ronnie is, Eric. He's going to be, he is in Utah. In he's Salt Lake game. City. At, at the, the game. game. Yeah, he's he's at the game. Uh, hopefully, uh, pulling for the Gators and bringing it home. In fact, we're going to hear from him very shortly and talk to him. Now, caution about that. If you want to call in and say hey to Ronnie, we, for logistical reasons, that's the word I'm going to use, logistical. <laughs> we needed to... Uh, a lot of syllables, man. A lot of syllables. But for reasons of logistics, we had to uh, tape the interview. We talked to him just a little while ago, just before uh, he really got started in his pregame preparation and he had a lot of cool things to say about the upcoming game, uh, and and we'll, we'll so we'll be talking to him shortly. And then later in the show, we're going to go out and talk to Dylan Gartrell, who's the new general manager at the Ale House, because a lot of people like to go to the Ale House to watch college football. I'm definitely one of them, and so I'm it's going to be very very hopping over there at the Ale House tonight. So we're going to get a report as to how things are going and the, and the excitement that's going on there. And we want to hear from you six eight two fourteen thirty six eight two fourteen thirty and get your feeling on um, how 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 things are going. Are you at a watch party? What are you doing to commemorate the opening night for the Gators. In fact, uh, let's let's get the party started. Eric, hit it! <laughs> if the Gators do well, thanks, Eric. If the Gators do well during the game, uh, during, during the show, in the game, we're going to be playing that a lot. I can tell you, though, that they have gone three and out on their first series, so... Uh, Part of that, again, a penalty. Uh, Ronnie's going to actually had something to say about that, why there might be a few extra penalties on the Gators tonight, uh, and, and that'll be part of our discussion coming up very shortly. Uh, in the meantime, 682-1430, or you can reach us at ozone, O-Z-O-N-E, at hallradio.net. And, of course, this is opening weekend in college football, which means the FSU is also 
uh, playing this weekend. Now, that game's not until Sunday. They're playing LSU. The game is in Orlando. Kickoff is at 7.30. So pregame, Eric, uh, is two hours? Five, so 5.30 yes. pregame? 5.30 yes. pregame, 7.30 kickoff from Orlando. LSU and FSU, that was an epic game they played last year in New Orleans, and they're going to go at it again what should be an amazing game. But that's Sunday night. Special Sunday night game. It, it will be available here on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. So we'll probably talk more about FSU next week. I think we're going to going to stay kind of focused on the Gators this week and see um, see how things go um, in, in their opener against Utah. So uh, I don't know. You know, before we look ahead to the Gators, I'm going to take a quick look back. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but on Netflix. They just did a documentary uh, and released it last week. It was called Swamp Kings. It was uh, very interesting. It was about the years 2005 to 2010, also known as the Urban Meyer years, where Coach Urban Meyer led the Gators in, in, at the time when they had uh, Tim Tebow. And they went on a four-year run and included two national titles and, uh, and a two-year stretch where they went 26-2. and two, And they were just absolutely amazing. Uh, during that time period, and uh, it, but what's interesting about it is the Gator program basically fell apart shortly after Tim Tebow left, and uh, they sort of explore it. They really give you a good look back at the at, at how they got from 2005 to now, and it, there's a couple of things you can learn from that, including the fact that in 2005, when Urban Meyer first came along, he was uh, had had a lot of success. Interesting enough, at Utah, but. Uh, but still, he wasn't—and he was, you know, a popular pick for coach. But uh, the Gators struggled in that first year, 2005, and he was supposed to bring this big, new, high-powered spread offense. But they struggled mightily. They lost at Alabama 31-3. to They struggled mightily at LSU. And there was a lot of questions about the team, especially heading into 2006 in his second year, similar to what uh, the kind of questions that Billy Napier is now getting as he heads into his second year. Of course, the big difference there is that the Gators had more good players, and so the expectations uh, were sky high. And, and in fact, the Gators actually did go 13 and one in 2006 and won the national title. Although you would have thought the world would have ended on that one game they lost at Auburn. So, you know, the, what we learned from that was that um, even even then, under Urban Meyer, who we look back now as a kind of uh, coach Savant as kind of gold standard for coaching at the University of Florida, he faced a lot of questions too. And the Gators enter this season facing an enormous number of questions, especially after two consecutive losing seasons. And a lot of people are uh, very pessimistic, especially because we've got an untested quarterback, uh, Graham Mertz. He's tested at uh, Wisconsin, where he transferred from to, to Gainesville, but, uh, you know, it's, a lot of people don't think that he's uh, going to be good enough to score the kind of points you need to win in the SEC. And the, the rest of the team at this point still underwhelming. And so people have gone into this season with a lot of pessimism. So you never know. And, you know, one thing about that, that Netflix documentary if I have one criticism about it, because basically I liked it, and I think you should, you should watch it, especially if you're a Gators fan. But I think they they glossed over too easily, too much about the bad parts, why the Gators went bad after those early success under Urban Meyer. Because I think there's a lesson to be learned there about 
for now about what the Gators can do now. Because when you know under Dan Mullen, who also is featured in that documentary because he was the offensive coordinator back then, you know the Gators back then uh, fell apart shortly after the 08 championship. And you get an idea as to why, because of a, of a lax in discipline. And that's what happened to Dan Mullen and his teams, the lax in discipline. And now we've got a new group, but it's a young group under Billy Napier, but he has, he's, he's working on restoring the culture and the discipline. That should pay off in the long run, but it may take time. And uh, it may take beyond tonight. So we're going to have to be careful about jumping to conclusions tonight. And I'm not saying that just because Utah already has moved ahead 7 to nothing. And the one play from scrimmage, they hit a long pass for a touchdown. Kind of a shock to the system there. But this is a long-term project, and I think the Gators and their fans might need to be patient. But we're going to celebrate tonight, no matter what happens. And we're going to talk to Ronnie. Uh, you're going to hear our, our discussion coming up after the break. Ronnie from Salt Lake City, who's going to talk about what to look for for the Gators this season and what it's like there tonight in Utah. So join us after the break here on The Ozone with Coach Joe. Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. This is Phil Hancock, and I'm a member of the Florida Gators 1973 Gator National Championship team, and now I'm a PGA professional. Listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone. Ozone. Oh, yeah. The Ozone brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. Ronnie O is on assignment in Salt Lake City. Coach Joe is in the house. As a matter of fact, an hour ago, we caught up with Ronnie O, and he gave us this report. Joining us on the line from Utah. And uh, he's been there all week, but thanks to the very strict liquor and drinking laws in that state, he's able to join us tonight. <laughs> Ronnie O in Salt Lake City. How you doing, Ronnie? I'm doing fantastic. We're right outside Rice Eccles Stadium. Holds 51,000. The Gators had only a 3,000 ticket allotment, and they sold it out within minutes. But the people have been on the secondary market. There are thousands of Gators here from all over the country, not just Florida. I've met Gators from New York, Nashville, everywhere, and uh, big contingent here. I had a chance to talk to Sean Kelly, who was the voice of the Gators earlier, and he said that what he's hearing, no one knows for sure, but he doesn't think either Brant Keithy, the tight end for Utah, or their quarterback, Cam Rising, will play. That's the latest. Las Vegas seems to know something. The line's gone from seven to four. Well, I, I keep hearing that uh, first he was doubtful, and now he's a game-time decision. I understand that basically uh, you're going to be invited down on the field to race him before the game, and, and if he if, <laughs> if you beat him, then he's definitely out. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that should give us a good tell. So, well, it sounds like it's getting exciting over there right now. Uh, the uh, what? What is the scene like in terms of you know what's the atmosphere like right now as we as we get really close to kickoff? It's electric, but you know what? The Utah fans have been very nice. Haven't met anyone that was rude or nasty, and you know that's usually the nastiness is commensurate with the intensity of the rivalry. Since there's not really much of a rivalry here, 
It's only the third time in history the two teams have played. So, you know, there's no bitterness on their part. I guess they save all that bitterness for BYU, which should, should make for an interesting thing when they go to the Big 12 next year. Has there been a lot of buzz about that, that conference move? You know, I haven't heard any of that. Um, I think they're all focused right now on the Gators, you know, since we did beat them last year. I mean, we both realized we were fortunate to win that football game. And, uh, you know, I think they're just totally focused on us. They could actually afford to lose the game because, you know, they win their conference, they'll still have a chance. But we can't really – we we need to get off on the right foot. Yeah, that's really going to be an, an important thing for the for the Gators, no no question about it. But uh, this is uh, – would, would it be it be necessary to win to be on the right foot, in this case, Ronnie, going out to uh, Salt Lake City for such a difficult test? You know, I think to validate Billy Napier as a coach, it would be really big for Florida to win this game. Although last year, I'm not sure it was a good thing that we did win that game because the expectations were so high after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did they move us way up in the rankings? They started putting us in that national title conversation. That was a bit premature. But looking at the roster now and the state of the Gators, knowing that the the necessary recruiting is getting better, but we're not getting the payoff from that yet. So what's what is realistic to look for tonight and the whole season? I, I really don't think we can be much better than 7-5. and five. Um, The schedule's brutal, worse next year, and we're going to be so young next year. I just don't think we, we have the depth. For example, Kingsley Eglicon, our center, is out tonight. Well, his replacement is a, a redshirt freshman named Jake Slaughter from Ocala. And uh, Jake Slaughter is a really brilliant student, as I understand, has worked really hard, and, you know, the Gator coaching staff is saying all the right things, but a, a redshirt freshman starting at center, um, although I've also heard that they might move some of the other guys inside and just shuffle things. Maybe Jake Slaughter won't get the start. We'll have to see. Well, it sounds like a lot of false start penalties and muff, muff snaps coming up to, to look forward to tonight. Oh, let's don't say that. But you're right. No, that's an astute observation, as usual from Coach Jeff. Well, you know, the offensive line performance, especially on the road, is going to be really key. Uh, and the Gators are going to rely on their running game a lot this season, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of good things about Graham Mertz, but, you know, they're not going to say anything bad. But he does have over 30 starts at the Division One level. And he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. And I heard the other day one of the Wisconsin coaches, uh, probably on Paul Chris's staff, called some of the Gator coaches and said, listen, you guys got a good one. We'd never used him correctly at Wisconsin. Well, how are the Gators going to use him? You know, that'll be interesting. I think you might get a surprise with some of our young receivers. They did. They've got some young receivers coming in tonight that could be very exciting for the Gators. You know, Ricky Pearsall is a veteran of that group, and another guy, Khalil Jackson, who is Willie Jackson Jr.'s son, he has earned a scholarship. And I see a lot of those same slick moves, the ability to get open that his dad had, and uh, you might want to watch for him, number twenty-two, and then uh, the kid from Tampa. I can't remember his name right now. Aiden Mizell, I think, is. Uh, 
I heard a lot of good things about Aiden Mizell, and we've got some young receivers that if they can get open and, you know, offensive line can protect Mertz, uh, turnovers, we're going to have to have some turnovers to win the football game, I think. Well, uh, Billy Napier specifically noted how great the wide receivers have done in camp uh, in, in his last press conference. Uh, so he seems pretty optimistic. So does that mean the, uh, the playbook's a little bit more open than you'd otherwise expect in the opener? I think so. And, uh, you know, as I always say, call the Baker cause we need turnovers. Yeah. Well, the, the defense has to come through. We can't be giving up a ton of points or a bunch of first downs. We've got to get, get them off the field to, to maybe take the crowd out of the game. Uh, is this defense capable of that? Because it's been about what about three, four years since we've had a, a, a good defense, Ronnie. Well, you know, again, the depth there, what little depth we have, is young, and you don't really know what we're going to expect. I mean, they're going to be on the road, going to be a hostile crowd, and uh, even though it's only a fifty-one thousand seat stadium, it's going to be dominated by Utah fans, and I'm sure they can get pretty loud in there. I've you know, obviously never been here, but we'll see. Well, you know, to get turnovers, that would include, you know, uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. And if it's not Cam Rising, and it apparently is not going to be Brandon Rose with the lacerated liver, he's probably at least a month out, uh, will it be Bryson Barnes or Nate Johnson? I think from what I'm hearing, they'll probably alternate those two guys. Nate Johnson is more athletic than Bryson Barnes. He's a solid football player, solid quarterback. He came in off the bench twice in the Rose Bowl and showed showed up well. He uh, got one start against Washington State, and he completed over 60% of his passes. So, you know, he, he comes from a – it was a walk-on. It came from a hog farm of 10,000 hogs. So this kid is tough. So he could be tough to bring down. But uh, uh, now, a new Gator defensive coordinator, Austin Armstrong, we're familiar with the – craziness of the Todd Grantham years. Uh, what sort of philosophy are the Gators going to play with respect uh, to an Austin Armstrong type defense? I think they're going to blitz everybody, including the water boys. Yeah. <laughs> Sending them all, right? Cover zero. I'm actually taking a picture of one of our Gator fans right now. <laughs> Well, you oh, men- you mentioned Gator fans from from all over the country uh, converging on Salt Lake City tonight. Uh, are are they? Uh, how do they feel about the coaching staff? Well, you know, I, I don't really know. That I think there's cautious optimism would be the best way to say it. Yeah, it, it, you know what I'm I'm hearing back over here is, you know, there was all that pessimism all summer long since the spring game about uh, about the Gators' prospects and about Graham Mertz specifically. But now all of a sudden it's turned around. Everybody's talking about, hey, these guys aren't bad, not too bad. You know, hey, I think we can be pretty good. And all of a sudden it's optimism. It's like it's like a giant, uh, like a giant yo-yo, you know. Uh, uh, and that's why I'm, I, I worry sometimes to put a little too much emphasis on this opener about the result rather than to, you know, see how we play specifically defensively. What are you specifically going to be looking for, Ronnie? Well, I, I think the, the more seasoned Gators are going to look for improvement in the play. Now, you know, every fan base has that group of people that, you know, hey, coach, we're behind your winter tie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so 
you know, it's no different here than it is any other school in the country. We've got to remember, we don't have a whole lot of quality depth. So uh, that's unfortunately the way it is. So I'm going to need to wrap it up because it's about time to go in the stadium. All right. That sounds great, Ronnie. Just one last question there. Um, Yes, sir. There's a lot of talk about the altitude. You've been there a week. And by the way, that was a smart thing getting out of here before the storm. Well done. But uh, what is it like, the altitude? How How does it feel? Well, I can tell you, this old geezer feels it, and I think it's going to have an impact on the game because of what's going to happen with some of our young defensive linemen. We've only got four defensive tackles that we can rotate, and that's not a lot. They are good. They can run the football, and they are very experienced up front. Well, that means we've got to get them off the field on third down, and hopefully we'll be able to do that. Ronnie, you got to bring it home, okay? Turning right, it over to you. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Not Ronnie. Go Gators. Go Gators. The Ozone. Talk Radio 96.7. Talking sports in the Ozone with Ronnie O and Coach Joe. The Ozone is brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors, turning scrap metal into cash. Ronnie O's out. Coach Joe is in. As I mentioned a little while ago, it was a slow start for the Gators, giving up a 70-yard touchdown pass on Utah's first play to fall behind 7-0. Then after an exchange of punts, the Gators finally got the offense rolling a little bit, using some outside running and a couple of good passes from Graham Mertz. They drove down to Utah's 15-yard line, and they converted a field goal. It is 7-3, late first quarter. Hit it, Eric! Well, we'll hit it later. <laughs> Let's, but there we go. Because it's a party tonight. The Gators are on the board, extending their nation-long uh, scoring streak. They haven't been shut out since 1988. That streak continues. 7-3 currently in Utah. Hopefully, Ronnie will bring it home. And we'll talk about back, uh, the result of this game next week a lot obviously but right now we want to talk about the game as it's happening right now and if you're going to be watching college football this weekend or any time this season uh and by the way i'll definitely be there saturday alehouse is the place to go and we have on the line with us the gen- new general manager of the alehouse of 5650 south florida avenue dylan gartrell dylan hey thanks for joining us on this big night opening night in college football you got it, Coach. Thanks for having me. Oh well, you know, thanks for thanks for all you do for the show and and the you know the sports quiz easily one of our most popular segments. And oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're, you're probably used to hearing it a little bit later in the show, but we got Dylan here, so we're going to do the sports quiz during this segment in just a moment. But uh, it's got to be exciting on a football night, on a Gator football night, especially over there at the Ale House. Yeah, I mean, kind of sad I'm not going to be there for opening season, but, I mean, I'll definitely be there when NFL kicks in. But, yeah, no, we started to get a pretty good turn for the crowd, especially college football on Saturdays. Uh, definitely the place to be. Well, you know, I, I love going there on college football Saturdays because, you know, nowadays there's so many different networks covering it. Uh, and you've got games that start at noon and especially at, uh, in that first uh, during the afternoon hours. And there, sometimes there's six, seven games on at once. And it, in most places at the Ale House, you can see six or seven games at a time. That's got those 40 strategically located TVs. We've been saying that for years, and and, and they're awesome. I mean, uh, you, you guys do such a good job there. 
Oh, yeah, and like you said, 40 TVs, it's hard not to find the game you want to see. And if you ever don't see it or don't like where you see it, talk to us. I promise we'll get it right in front of your face or we'll find somewhere that you can't have it right in front of you. But there's a TV for every game and a little bit more. I know when I'm there, uh, our man Sean, he comes out and he checks with me to make sure that uh, we got the games we want. We got them all lined up. Uh, you guys you guys have a, like a, a list uh, of, the, of every game that, that's happening that you have access to. And then you have that big control room. Uh, how, how do you, uh, and then, and then what do you just uh, pre-program it at the beginning of the day and then adjust as you go along? Yeah. So college football and NFL are a little bit different. I would say college football is a little more free form. It's come in, tell us what you want to watch and we'll get in front of you. But yeah, you come in on NFL Sunday, we'll pretty much have it all laid out. We got a big old chart. It'll tell you right where you should sit to see your game. And of course we always leave a couple of TVs open in case you don't have a seat where you want your game or your game's not where you want to sit. We keep a couple of TVs so you can get it anywhere you want it. Uh, that's that's awesome. You know, that leads to the question that I've been asking throughout the uh, off season, but I haven't asked you this yet. Uh, the the Direct TV no longer has NFL Sunday ticket, but uh, you're still going to be able to see all the NFL games every Sunday at the Ale House, right? Yep. So we have package for every single NFL game. Um, everyone with Direct TV knows that they have a bit of an issue with NBC, but we got Spectrum cable as well, so we got it on both sides. We'll be able to have the NBC on on um, Spectrum Cable. So one way or another, we'll get you there. All right. Good, good, because uh, that's that's really super important. Now, hey, you know, uh, you got those great drink and meal specials every night at the Ale House. And Thursday night, big night for college football, especially early in the season. Uh, what sort of specials are going on there tonight for our Hungry so Gator fans? So we got the prime river that we've had for the last, God knows how many years. And also, we just made some changes. Now you can either do 12 or 16 ounce prime rib if you're feeling more of the king cut. And also, we got the double zinger mountain melt. So it's a mountain melt that's already enough for two people. Double up the zingers and see how far you can take it. Um, but yeah, we got that every Thursday. Uh, some great stuff on the menu. Any other changes that uh, you, you uh, have been making this summer as you've settled into the new position? Um, yeah, so on specials front, um, Wing Wednesday, I know there's not much sports to follow it, but nine wings or 12 wings for nine bucks. I promise you're not gonna be able to beat it. And they're not the tiny pigeon wings, as I like to call them. They're, they're chicken wings. All right. Um, but the main special change, that's going to be it. Yeah. The wings there are fantastic. Uh, so Dylan, uh, how'd you, uh, how did you find your way here to Lakeland? So I've grew up in Daytona beach. So this coast isn't familiar to me, but moved over here. I went to USF. So I'm alumni there. I know it's not the US everyone wants it to be, but did my time at USF, started with the company, um, positioned open up in Lakeland. They said, you want it? I said, yes, please. Um, just got moved into the city about two weeks ago, actually, and they've been really good to me since. Hey, this show doesn't hate USF. My daughter's there right now, so <laughs> uh, that that's awesome that you're, that you're a bull. Uh, hey, are they going to get that stadium built? Um, I'm not the best alumni, I'll be honest with you there, but I have <laughs> seen that they're approved to build it, and I drive by every now and then, and I can kind of see where they're starting to clear out for it. I'm sure it's going to be a couple of years, but it'll be a good change to see it on campus stadium. I think it'll be great for our athletics. Hey, you know, one of the things that, that's a big popular thing here on the show, we do it every week, is, of course, the sports quiz where um, we, where you give give away a $30 credit off the uh, dine-in bill uh, in at the Ale House. And uh, I, I believe I've sent you the question. Do you have it with you? Mm-hmm. All right, I do. Let, let's go ahead. This is Dylan Gartrell, general manager at the Ale House in Lakeland, going to read the sports quiz question now. If you know the answer, give us a call, and you can win $30 
a credit off of your bill at the alehouse. Go ahead, Dylan. So Gators quarterback Graham Mertz transferred to UF this year. Which school did he play at last year? FSU, Southern Cal, Wisconsin, or Grambling? Easy question, guys. Uh, by the way, uh, Graham Mertz has heated up for the Gators. Now he's led them downfield to a field goal, and now he is leading them downfield again as the first quarter ends. They're inside the red zone. Go Gators. All right, so 682-1430. Come on, dial, dial in. If you, especially, you know, if you haven't won in the last six months, whereas we are trying to keep track of that, give us a call 682-1430 and answer that simple sports quiz question about where Graham Mertz transferred from to play for the Gators this year, and you can uh, win that $30. Hey, that $30 goes a long way at your alehouse, doesn't it, Dylan? Absolutely, especially if you follow some of the specials, which I won't hold those against you. I mean, you can get a pitcher of beer, 12 chicken wings, and you're still going to be under your 30 bucks. You can pack a dessert to go if you don't got room. Yeah, no, if you follow the value, you'll get there with that 30 bucks. That Those desserts to go, especially – tell us about those desserts because I can't do it justice, and it's one of the most awesome desserts there is, uh, let me just say, on planet Earth and be done with it because it's this that good. <laughs> yeah, so the Captain Jacks, I mean, that's kind of our staple. It's named after, after our founder, Jack Miller. Um, so it's an Oreo crust, and then it's layers of ice cream, Oreo, Heath Bar, caramel, um, and then it's served on a bed of hot fudge topped with a whipped cream, and it's the best cake you'll ever have, and it's ice cream. And you can t- and you can get that to go because it's you specially pack it. I know when I try to get ice cream desserts from other places and get them to go, but even if I'm only like 10, 15 minutes from my house, by the time I get home, it's all melted. But that that's not the case with the Captain Jack, is it? Exactly. Yeah, no, we, we serve it in a pint, so it's just got a pint container just like you'd find in the freezer aisle. Um, so pint container, get it home while you're eating your food, pop it back in the freezer, it'll firm back up, and whenever you're ready, it's there for you. No food lost, no food gone. Uh, let me again uh, let everybody know the sports quiz question. We're talking right now with Dylan Gartrell, the general manager at the Ale House, who's itching to find a prize winner tonight. Uh, Graham Mertz transferred to UF this year. What school did he play at last year? Was it A, FSU, B, Southern Cal, C, Wisconsin, or D, Grambling? 682-1430, and you can win the $30 credit at the Ale House uh, at 5650 South Florida Avenue. Uh, Dylan, how long have you been the general manager there? I'm trying to remember, about uh, three months, four months? Uh, just about three months, yeah. I started here uh, May 15th, so I'm finally kind of settled in, but yeah, only about three months. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, there's some some of my favorite uh, people there that always <clears throat> excuse me always take such good care of me. I mentioned Sean earlier. Dax is always terrific. Uh, when I get there, when I'm there during the week, Ashley is, is knows exactly what what I want. I just walk in and wave to mm-hmm. her, and she she's all, and she's right on top of it. And uh, Nizi uh, always says hi. A wonderful person. Mm-hmm. You, you just have such a great staff there. And uh, and by the way, everybody's just glowing about you. Uh, they're raving about you. If uh, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying that on the air. <laughs> Oh, you're good. <laughs> awesome, but uh, uh, were you uh, were you with a different alehouse before this one? Yeah, so like I said, I went to USF, so I spent um, just almost five years at that location. Um, I've worked at some of the other ones. I've helped out in Brandon, um, the one over by the actual Buck Stadium. So I've worked in a few alehouses, but I would call the one by USF my home. That's where I started out as just a regular old cook, and now I'm here. Now the one by USF, I may have been been to that one. Um, is it uh, is it off of Fowler? Yeah, it's off of Fowler. It's 
definitely different than the one that we're working in right now. They're definitely a lot more modernized, but at the end of the day, it's the same delicious zingers and ice cold beer. Well, you know, I, I uh, back in the day before before there were options, you know, um, back when Lakeland didn't have much, mm-hmm. uh, I'd go to the Ale House in Brandon, which I believe mm-hmm. is still there, uh, right there yep. along uh, 60. And uh, what I've noticed about this Ale House here in Lakeland is, and I've been to other Ale Houses too, by the way, at other places, Sarasota comes to mind, and the the view for the TVs is incredible at your at your branch there in Lakeland. You've got them positioned just right. The big ones and the smaller ones and the ones along the bar, it's it's unbelievable uh, how how uh, if I position myself just right, how many TVs I can see there, and uh, it's uh, it's just just really well done. And and you, you guys, um, what would you say is your most popular popular time uh, there at the Ale House? Is it NFL? Is it college? Um, now again, so I've got to go off of where I was before, but NFL football is definitely a big crowd. Again, being at the USF one, we would see all of them come in before they went down to the USF games. And then we'd see them when they come back, just being right across campus. So I would say it's a 50, 50 split over there, but I'm excited to see how it lands over here. Uh, this will be my first season at this location. Yeah, that is, that is exciting. And, uh, um, we're, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, Continuing to talk about the Ale House every Thursday night here on on the Ozone, and uh, so far we don't have a winner of the sports quiz, but we're gonna. I think by the end of the evening, somebody will call in and and, uh, and win that thirty dollars, and and uh, we'll make sure that Dylan's got your name, and uh, uh, you go in there and you can you can claim your prize within thirty days of winning it. Uh, Dylan, uh, we we know it, it's a, a busy time, football season cranking up. We're so excited here at the Ozone about that. I'm very personally excited about having a place to go on every Saturday now <laughs> to uh, to watch to watch some college football action because it's just amazing there. And uh, I might uh, be eating a few of your wings this season. <laughs> hey, sounds good. I got plenty of them waiting for you. <laughs> that's uh, that's perfect. It's Dylan Gartrell, general manager at the Ale House. Uh, great. Great, uh, big thanks to you guys and all you do for us and for the show. We really appreciate it. And thanks for joining us tonight to talk talk a little bit about the Ale House and about the upcoming season. Yeah, no, of course, Coach. I was great to be on here. Great to kind of get to connect with you a little bit more and look forward to meeting some of the people that are on the show with you. Uh, absolutely. We look forward to it. Hey, when you go to the Ale House at 5650 South Florida Avenue, make sure to say hi to Dylan Gartrell, the new general manager there. And thanks for being on the show, Dylan. We appreciate it. And uh, hey, I'm sure I'll probably see you this weekend. Sounds good, Coach. I'll be here waiting for you. <laughs> thanks, Dylan. Thanks. Oh, man. So once again, before we go to break, let me give that question one more time. Gator quarterback Graham Mertz, he's just transferred to UF this year. What school did he play at last year? Was it FSU? Was it Southern Cal? Was it Wisconsin? Or was it Grambling? 682-1430. Come on. Somebody's got to win that. This is uh, Dylan himself read the question. We can't... Uh, we can't let them down. So somebody call in 682-1430. We'll keep the phone lines open and come back after the break and see if we can't give that away. Here in the Ozone with Coach Joe, Talk Radio 96.7, WLKF. This is retired Hall of Fame football coach from Kansas State University, Coach Bill Snyder. You're listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone. All the big names talk to them. Hey, and you can too. Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone, brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. You know, when we uh, 
went to break. I mentioned that the uh, first quarter had ended. The Gators had started to move the ball again, and they'd gotten d- into the red zone. Unfortunately, the drive stalled, and even double, unfortunately, they missed the field goal. So they're one for two on field goals today, still 7-3. to three. In the meantime, Utah's made a change at quarterback. They put in Nate Johnson, who is um, more of a runner, and uh, they have moved. They are moving the ball a little bit. They're getting out towards midfield. So we're into the second quarter now. Utah 7, the Gators 3. After a disastrous start for the Gators, they have stabilized. But uh, fresh look at quarterback for Utah is they're going to try something different. So the Gators' run defense is going to be tested here because – um, while Bar- Bar- Bryson Barnes is more of the passer, Nate Johnson is more of the runner. In the meantime, uh, we want to thank uh, Ronnie for his report from Utah, and we're uh, wishing him the best and that he can bring home a win for the Gators tonight. And uh, we also want to thank our live guest tonight, Dylan Gartrell, a general manager of the Ale House. He read our sports quiz question, 682-1430, if you know the answer and haven't won in the last six months. Graham Mertz transferred to UF this year. What school did he play at last year? Was it FSU, Southern Cal, Wisconsin, or Grambling? And, uh, you know, they, let me give one hint out. I put Grambling in there because his name is Graham Mertz, and I thought that was cute. So, <laughs> so uh, give us the right answer to this question so you can get $30 off of the Lakeland Ale House. And, uh, uh, you know, you could even, you know, it's, it's, it's hopping over there tonight. It's a Gators game, so you know it's going to be a popular place to be. But even if not, even if you're at a watch party or just watching quietly at home or ho- hopefully watching and listening to us at the same time as we try to enhance the experience here for all you Gator fans, uh, that you'll, you know, at very least this Saturday, there's a full slate of college football that's going to be going on, and uh, there, there's obviously LSU and FSU on Sunday night, but the whole great slate of Saturday games, and it certainly will be, you know, we we miss college football so much when it's gone. It's a it's about a 32-week offseason, which is the longest of any sport. So when it's now that it's back, and it's just now getting started, and we're into a long weekend coming up, now is the time. Let's get to the alehouse. Let's uh, let's watch some college football this weekend and uh, just get back into the spirit of it because uh, it is a great game. There's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in in college football, but there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff too. And this is the fun part. This is the fun part. Watching your team play, watching the excitement. Let me give a couple other scores tonight, by the way, because uh, the uh, Gators aren't the only team in action. Uh, for all you UCF fans out there, you got you don't have the Difficult first test the Gators have. You're at home. You're against Kent. Uh, this is a scrimmage, basically, and you're uh, easily ahead, 28 to three. Uh, it is at halftime there in at the Bounce House, I believe they call it in Orlando, where UCF plays the Knights, 28 to three, leading Kent. Uh, ACC team Wake Forest off to a good start without Sam Hartman, who's gone to Notre Dame. I don't know if you got a chance to watch that uh, last week. Notre Dame just crushed Navy. And uh, Sam Hartman was a quarterback there. So Wake has bounced back pretty good today, 27 to nothing lead in the third quarter. And that's against Elon. Uh, they would be expected to win that game. But still, it's a nice start for them. And uh, remember Georgia State, how um, they surprised uh, some teams in the last couple of years, including Tennessee a couple of years ago? Well, they're up in a tough game at home against the University of Rhode Island, 21-all. Uh, that's in the third quarter. Uh, so some other Thursday night college action, and then everything really gets gets cranked up on Saturday uh, with with a full slate of games, and uh, the, uh, 
a lot to look forward to there. And let me just take a moment here. Uh, as we talked about football all night, we've had a great time. But I do want to take a moment to ask all of you out there in the audience to uh, think for a moment about our good friend and great friend of the show, Andy Bean. Uh, he is uh, dealing with a significant uh, health issue uh, and is in the hospital, and we're, we're just hoping for the best. Send a prayer to him. Um, we're cautiously optimistic that everything will go well, but uh, you know, I think your prayers will help. And I want you guys tonight when you when you go home and go to sleep and say your nighttime prayers to think about Andy Bean and say an extra one for him. He's such a good guy and a great Polk County icon and Lakeland hero as well. And uh, one other note, uh, Julie Ertz, you know, uh, the famous U.S. Women's National Team soccer star, retired today. Uh, you know, she was part of both of the World Cup champion teams of 2015 and 2019. And uh, she uh, then uh, had a baby about a year ago and then came back in time to get ready and be part of uh, this year's World Cup team, and she was a great defender in 2015, but then they switched her to midfield in 2019, and she was even better at that. She was expected to be uh, a big midfielder for this year's team, but because of injuries, she actually had to go back and play defense again. Really, you know, the, the U.S. women's team can sometimes generate controversy, but uh, Julie Ertz was all class all the time and one of my favorite players. So, uh, uh, And, by the way, the wife of Zach Ertz, the, Saint, the Arizona Cardinals tight end. We wish him well as he's recovering from a knee problem last year. We hope he makes it back healthy this year. And we uh, still 7-3 Utah. Utah had enforced a punt, but then a Gator penalty gave him a first down. Now Utah's driving. So um, it's going to be a tough one for the Gators tonight. Let's see how they do. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks to Ronnie in Utah. Thanks to Dylan Gartrell from the Ale House. And thank you for joining us here in the Ozone. College football season has started. So we're going to be cranking it up big time again next week. Right here in the Ozone, this is Coach Joe. Talk Radio 96.7. WLKF. <laughs>